the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Got a good show for you planned today, in my opinion, because it's towards the end of the year as we kind of start thinking about next year. I got some funny calls. And when I say funny, like interesting, like uh, peculiar is probably the better way of saying it. Uh, to talk about as far as shout outs to some analysts who think this stock or that stock may be the single best idea for 2021. But that waits for later in the show. We must start with the news cycle isn't changing a lot in the last four weeks. Are we, yeah, we're four weeks out of the election. It's when does the next round of stimulus come? How big is it? What's happening down in the Senate races in Georgia? What's going to be in the stimulus that we think we may get this week? Because Congress very much so wants to go home and <laughs> spread the virus. No, Congress wants to go home and spend time with their families. Um, but you get the, the macabre sense of humor these days, I hope. We're in the wash, rinse, repeat news trade cycle. It's it's just the repetitiveness of it. The Fed's our friend. And I'll tell you this, if the Federal Reserve wasn't keeping interest rates low right now and buying things like mortgage-backed securities we would, and keeping the markets flush with cash, these markets go higher and higher and higher. Even the housing market goes higher and higher because we have so much cash in the system right now. It's impossible to, like, make that more tangible for you. The cost of money is cheap. So in that wash, rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat. Trading bias continues to skew positive, though. Notwithstanding a lot of news out there regarding the coronavirus, continues to skew negative. It's, I don't even want to look. Like, what's the number today? We know it's going to be worse than the number yesterday, right? Um, and we know that we're in these weird super spreader times of Thanksgiving. Yeah, it did exactly what they said it would do. It turned into attacks on our hospital system. So we know that's kind of out there. <clears throat> we'll talk about reducing debt this year. Um, I'm a big fan of managing debt. I'm not a, you must be debt free. But managing it makes sense in my approach. Uh, but again, I really want this year to be the year that you really understand your approach better. 
um, California's explosive surge is not talking about the waves at Mavericks this year, although they're they doozies. It's talking about coronavirus, and the NFL is going to hold a moment of silence before games. This is pretty serious stuff. You're talking about more people dying from COVID in the last 12 months inside the United States than died during all of World War II. And we had a pretty formidable foe in the Nazis and the Japanese who were pretty well armed, all things considered. And we've seen the movies, but again, it's, it's kind of people out of touch. I see my mom once a year. She gets COVID. I don't see her this year. She has some heart damage from the COVID. She's got some lung damage from the COVID. She's, she's, she's an invalid. She's a feeble at this point in time. Will she die of COVID? Maybe not officially, but from side effects due to COVID, did it accelerate it? Yeah. Uh, I'm just hoping it happens honestly before Christmas and not on Christmas, because then every year everybody's going to say, this must be a sad day for you. Ian McClellan gets COVID vaccine. Gandalf. I like that story. Like That's the one of the ones that we can like latch on to and say, that's good. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. So California is having a big old problem. But we're bigger than that, or are we? California is the leading state right now as, as far as COVID kind of shut down activity and health issues and doctors being, poor doctors. They've got to be so tired of this. They're like, can't we just go back to treating heart attacks and drunk driving accidents? The ICU wasn't meant for this. And I've seen some of the hospital layouts, what they've done. They've kicked all the administrators out and turned their, their offices into ICUs. And you're like, that's pretty crazy. And again, you don't see it if you're not going to the hospital. Okay. Okay. Fed Chair Powell yesterday added some fantastic information. Someone asked, and this was a weird one because it's the first time I've watched a Federal Reserve meeting done on a Zoom with it, it, reporters. And the reporters, let's just say, they differ like gold and clay. Some of them are super good looking and have super good looking houses. And some of them are kind of ratty looking. Like they're the, they're the Zoom that we kind of have known to come and love where it turns into almost a seance of like, can you hear me, Fed Chairman Powell? Because I think I can hear you. But Powell's like, he answered a question. Someone said, hey, uh, stocks seem really high. He goes, not compared to interest rates. Now, that doesn't like, I'm not going to go deep into it because if you really want to dig into it, go Google or YouTube Fed Chairman Powell's speech to reporters on December 16th. Watch an hour of it. It's, it's very educational. But the fastest takeaway that I can give you is... If we're in that wash, rinse, repeat analogy still, the dude knows how to throw detergent into the washing machine to get things clean and, and moving in the right direction. But now the, the crazy part of the predicament we're in. Moderna's COVID vaccine will probably get approval emergency use later this week. Kind of heard that one before, right? Probably going to get stimulus later this week. Probably heard that one before. Um... The news media is implying that Mitch McConnell is adding the $600 payments only, direct payments to Americans, only because he wants to try to keep those Senate seats. And I'm like, that's cynical, but 
Okay, maybe that's not repetitive, and maybe it's a little bit new, but it shows you the heart of what we're dealing with right here. Roku uh, said they're going to get HBO Max. This was problematic, but we all kind of knew they were going to work together. Amazon needs to get Apple TV products on their platform. Apple needs to get Amazon products on their TV platform. Roku had been a holdout with HBO. So HBO Max, it's it's kind of interesting the way this is playing out, in my opinion. Um, but Roku signed a deal with HBO Max to get them on their platform. And I, I don't think it's a coincidence. I instantly said, that's a home run for Roku. I've got Rokus, and I love the product. Um, but you have to have premium stuff on it. And in 2021, the one thing I know I could do is watch 21 Warner Brother movies streamed live on Time Warner Plus, and at 10 bucks a month or 15 bucks a month, whatever the service is, that's not that bad. Plus all the other Time Warner content. Ooh, big win for Time Warner. Big win for Roku. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I saw a little bit of sad news in the markets today about how many companies stopped contributing to the 401k during the recent pandemic. And trust me, I get it. Being a small business owner is not easy. Being a small business owner, you have a lot of people and a lot of families counting on you. But I get the vaccine is crushing the small businesses' flexibility with their cash flow. This is one of those times where you can actually start to have an intelligent argument about small businesses and large businesses. This is a time where you should reflect on your community maybe a little bit more than you have in the past. McDonald's isn't struggling. Burger King isn't struggling. Sometimes their franchisees are. But the restaurant industry that are owned by the mom and pops. And one of my favorite is in Old Town Alexandria. And it's it's just the front. It's a place called Le Refuge. And it's and you can look it up online. It's so dang cute. It's owned by a family. And, you know, when I was going there 30, 40 years ago on dates in high school, uh, the waitress was young. Good looking young woman. And now she's 60 kind of thing. Right. Um, and they're shutting down. It's it's it tra- the Cliff House, famous restaurant in America, in San Francisco, shutting down. So this is your opportunity to look at economically how you feel about your community. And I'm not telling you to go spend money. I'm not saying GoFundMe's. That's totally a different argument. I'm just getting you in the philosophical mood, so to speak. Forty-six thousand business slashed 401k contributions during the pandemic, and it, it comes to over fifty-one thousand plans where. People are just not putting as much money away for their retirement, which down the road, it's going to hurt. If the United States government or the state of California were to come to me right now and say, you know, your kids lost a year and a half of school. We're going to call something 13th grade and they won't go to college till they're 19. I'd be like, okay, let's make up for what we lost here. 
but when you're 60 years old and you go to your 401k to retire, I got an email yesterday from a woman. Let me share this because uh, this will give you an example of how I want you to fund that 401k. Her name's Lynette and she has stage four breast cancer and she has a home in Oakland that's 50 years old. So she's owned it for a long time. Um, she's owned it since the, I want to say the 90s, she said she got in. So hopefully she has some marketing in the house because she doesn't have much else. She's got about $90,000 in stocks. She said, you know, after I pay, you know, I'm probably going to move to the middle part of California, get into a trailer. I'm like, oh boy. So she knows that she's starting to get too, she's not working. But she's fearful of the house is old, so old that she's fearful that it's going to need a new roof and she doesn't have that kind of flexibility in her cash flow. And she didn't save enough in retirement. The only thing she really has is equity in the home, I hope. She didn't answer that part of the question when she, uh, or disclose that part of the information when she originally asked her question to me. But she's like, maybe I can get a personal loan for a roof. I'm like, you're not going to get a personal loan with no income. Maybe you'll get a GoFundMe from your neighborhood, but it may, you're not going to get a, no, it's not going to happen. First thing you're going to do is run your credit. They're going to say, hey, where's your, why aren't you working right now? She goes, well, I got stage four cancer. And they're like, ooh, we don't want to touch that with a 10-foot pole. So I told her to think about it long before she pulls the plug on the house because the house is probably still going up in value at this point in time. Clearly an earthquake would work against her, which we don't know when it's going to happen, but something tells me it's going to happen in 2020 because what else could make the year any more entertaining? Um, but yeah, so she's thinking about moving to a trailer in California. And I'm like, have you thought about moving to a trailer in Arizona or, or Florida, which are much more lower cost of living areas as well as renting land for your trailer will be cheaper. Have you lived in a trailer? You may want to check that out before you start making moves like this. So she's kind of like being very spotty on how she does it, but um, she's probably house rich and cash poor. I wish she was the other way around because in retirement, I will always be able to find a place to live. I can call my friend CFP Chad Burton when I'm 75 years old and go, I lost all my money on a horse race. I accidentally hit the wrong button. He'll be like, come up, stay on my couch for a couple weeks. Um, I hope I'm not that crazy old guy who loses all his money, but who knows, right? Um, so her situation isn't good. She She's delusional about getting a loan. She's fearful about literally needing a roof over her head fixed, not having the cash flow to use it. She talks about how expensive the Bay Area is, but she still wants to stay in California. Um, she's going to get social security disability. She's going to try to get a part-time job, but it's grim right now. Um, I, I told her, I hope you have some family options or church options because you're probably going to need them in your lifetime. So, and she was talking about hardship withdrawals from her IRA. And I'm like, I think the market should have a good six months. So I'm not sure I would do a hardship withdrawal, but then again, I don't know, know what you own. All of her stock may be in like match.com and maybe suddenly dating's banned in the world forever again from you know covid related issues kissing's now outlawed <laughs> i wouldn't mind that to tell you the truth uh, i know you're saying sounds like the ladies in your life needs more flossing maybe 
maybe. But again, it shows you the probably one of the things with COVID that we're not thinking about. We're looking at the doctors and we're saying, poor doctors. I'm making my kids do charitable donations today to something in their community, hopefully tied towards doctors and nurses or something like that. Um, so we're forgetting some of this is what I'm getting at. And the 401k is your best way to save for retirement. And while you're not doing it, and I get it in the pandemic, I hope when the pandemic is over that you're like, mm, I got to I gotta ramp that baby right back up. There's about 572,000 401k plans in the United States. If you extrapolate that data of the 46,000 plans cut, uh, another 5,000 are considering it. That starts to get pretty significant. 10% of people like are starting to say, you know, we can't do this. So that's going to be a problem down the road. But short term, we're going to get a stimulus check. It looks like the SEC has charged Robin Hood with misleading customers about how it makes money. I, I don't like Robin Hood. I think it's too easy to buy a stock and sell a stock. I think it's cute when, hey, you've done your first trade and like candy crush, you know, explosion of, of balloons happens on your phone. Woo! I did my first trade. What happens when I hit my fifth trade? I don't like that. It's a gamifying something where people could lose money. I know. It's like when you go to Vegas, you get gambling tables. They give you free alcohol. Why? Make it more fun? Losing their losing your money to them? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Taylor Swift comes out with not one, but two albums during the pandemic. I like strong women. She appears to be a strong woman. I, I don't like strong, like muscle wise, <laughs> like mental wise, but I don't know. I should shut up. Shouldn't I? Yes, I should. I know you're saying I like muscle lifters or weight lifters. I don't like anyone who could beat me up. It's essentially my, my approach to life. I'm six foot two, and I get weirded out when I'm in a room with someone who's six foot five. So ski season's here, and Lake Tahoe and uh, the Donner Lake area is home to some of the greatest ski resorts. Not resorts, maybe, but ski mountains that are incredibly accessible to the Bay Area. It's one of the perks of living in the Bay Area. Uh, when I got to the Bay Area back in 2001, one of the very first things that I did was uh, girlfriend and I went to Lake Tahoe because I had heard about it. And we happened to go in like December. I got here in November and it's snowing and it's beautiful. And like it, it, it captivated me to the point that I was like, one day I want to be able to have the money to buy a house there. Ski season's here. A pandemic hasn't been that bad for business. Um, there's a lot of past programs for the people who live there. A lot of a subscription services that they've kind of been getting ready for. And let's face it, it's, it's for the high-end people, uh, high-income, luxury, who tend not to be hampered by pandemics. They're not going, I can't, I can't eat if I don't get my $600 check. They got some money to burn. 
Now, I can't do this completely on Lake Tahoe. I want to do it on Vale, though. Vale is one step up, in my opinion, from the Lake Tahoe ski resorts. You like winter sports. I like winter sports. This is super easy to talk about, and it should be relatable. Hopefully. So, Vail stock is doing great. And again, it doesn't make a lot of sense. They're going to have a bad fiscal year. We sort of know that. Um, so, international travel is not there. Domestic travel is way down. But Vail will still be Vail if this vaccine works. And yesterday there was that horrible story coming out of Alaska that a nurse had extreme allergic reaction to the COVID vaccine. So she went, she needed, she wanted an epileptic shock. So she needed, you know, instant medication. She stayed in the hospital that night because they were trying to really monitor it down to healthy levels. And they did. And she's back to work and she's totally normal and health and safe, safe. But one of the warnings they said, if you've ever had extreme allergic reactions to things, you mean think twice before taking the shot. So Vail Resorts should be well positioned. Ticker symbol is V-A-I-L. And when you look at Vail Resorts, they own the Breckenridge Mountain Center, the Crested Butte Mountain, Vail Mountain. Uh, they own properties in Lake Tahoe on the California-Nevada border, New Hampshire, Vermont. Uh, they manage lodges, condos, hotels, 15 golf courses, Whistler. Uh, Whistler's probably the greatest ski resort I've ever been to. And if you can get up there for Christmas, it is the most romantic place in the world. You land in the Vancouver airport. Then you rent a car and it's, it's awful. You're like, Canada is kind of, eh, they don't got it. Like, let's just say it's a little more convenient to rent a car in, in America. So you're up there and you rent a car and you start driving to Whistler. And it's this gorgeous drive along a river and you look up and there's bald eagles flying. And then you get to uh, Whistler and, and it's snowing and it's beautiful and it's romantic. It's got a little village. It's got an Irish pub. You go in the Irish pub. They got a, a singer songwriter type guy. He's singing songs and people from Turkey and Japan and, and China and the United States and maybe a Canadian uh, are all being Irish for a day, to, so to speak. And it's just lovely. So I want you to take a look at Vail Resorts because, again, we're learning lessons in a pandemic. If you know anything about skiers and, and boarders, they are eager to socially distance on the, so on the slopes. This is not a no-brainer. This has more risk to it than the average stock I would ever talk about on this show. But following the upbeat vaccine news from Pfizer and Moderna, Vail stock is now trading at $280 a share. When you take a look at its, its PE, it's not crazy, but we know this year is going to be rough, so it, it's kind of a fake PE. Stock's up 12% from 12 months ago. That's an impressive feat. Vail will always be Vail. Their resorts in Tahoe will always be their resorts in Tahoe. Um, the Epic Pass, which is a much heralded product, is, lets you go to dozens of mountain resorts. 
destinations like Telluride, Sun Valley, Snow Basin, the Colorado Rockies. Um, there's one in Japan called Rusutsu. <laughs> I don't know where that is. But there's also a Hakuba Valor Resort in Japan. You buy this pass, you travel the world. We're not traveling the world, that's the problem. You get the stock potentially at a discount because we're not traveling the world. Is it going to go straight up? No. Has it already built in a lot of the move? Yes. But it's one of those ones that you probably maybe not didn't know it existed. Uh, but now you do. And the Epic Pass is part of their secret sauce or their sizzle on the steak. Um, this is a company that's analyzed on EBITDA, so I don't think it's for most people. EBITDA is one of those Wall Street terms that is very difficult to digest for the average person. Earnings before interest, tax, depreciation, and amortization. Which when you look at is basically a make-believe earnings. This is how much I would have earned if I didn't have to pay interest on my debt, depreciation, if I didn't capture my depreciation, and like if I didn't have to pay my taxes, it's how much, I, but you have to, unless you're Donald Trump. Just kidding, everyone. I'm out of the, I'm out of the political jokes business. Um, but theme parks and cruises and airlines, the resort and leisure industry, they've held up better than the rest of the resort and leisure industry Vail Stocks has, probably in large part because it's a luxury item. <clears throat> when you go there, you're not getting a, you know, a room for $400 or $300. You're getting a Best Western for 400 in those areas. Nothing against Best Westerns. But what they own is they make a lot of money on, and it's luxury. And I can give you two examples of brands that are luxury that I would consider buying just because of the luxury brands, just because people have to have it. You can take a look at Nike's uh, sneaker business that we talked about yesterday and the Yeezys and, and like the Air Jordans. Those aren't cheap, but they're, they're luxury in the community. People see Air Jordans, they go, oh, you got Air Jordans. An Apple iPod, when I was working out in the early 2000s, someone came up to me and says, oh, you got an iPod? Can I see that? People want them. And probably the best one is Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy. As far as brands go that says luxury and stocks that you can own that are luxury stocks, why do I like them? Um because people have to have them. They're good in healthy economies. They're good in unhealthy economies. And when you take a look at the brands that Louis Vuitton holds, some of them you're gonna go like, ooh, I did not know that. So <clears throat> they're brand heavy and they're billion dollar brand heavy. So you can find Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy, ticker symbol LVMH um, online. Take a look at the brands. Take a look at, you'll go, huh. They have Christian Dior um, is one of them. Obviously, Champagne, Diamonds, 
they tried to pull off a merger of Tiffany stores from the United States because when people travel, they want expensive luxuries. Um, their perfume lines are incredible. Kendo brands, Kenzo perfumes, uh, perfumes low, Christian Dior, Fendi, Kenzo, Monet. Uh, that's some of their fashion leather. Their watches and jewelry. Uh, Bulgari, Tag Heuer, Zenith, uh, Wines and Spirits. So they're not going out of business anytime soon. And as they've built bigger and bigger, their vertical is getting tougher to compete with. And again, a company like Apple is similar to a company like Vail and similar to a company like Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy. When you start thinking about luxuries, when you see a, a little baby Kardashian two-year-old having a bag that's $800, you're like, oh, it kills you because you know that's just a commercial for you to go out and get a bag. Well played, Louis Vuitton. Well played, luxury industry. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Bitcoin has hit a new high of $23,770.85. Wasn't it just at 20000 yesterday? Yes. Gains this year push it above 200%. It comes one day after 20,000 telling it's getting more and more speculation or money's pouring into it or maybe a combination of both. Bitcoin is something that I am okay with if it is a very small portion of your money, number one, of your assets. Number two, you have a long-term time frame. And number three, something along the lines of, you know that it has gone from 20,000 down to 3,000, right? As long as you can see the history of the stock and know that that could be you. One of the things I do when it comes to buying stocks or mutual funds is I look at the last 20 years. If I'm going to invest for the next 20 years, which is kind of my time frame, I want to see what happened in the last 20 years on that idea. So if there's something like Visa that I want to acquire, I own shares of Visa. I may look at the last 5, 10 years and go, okay, this is how it did during the start of COVID. This is how it did during the re recovery of COVID. But if I can go back 20 years, I can say, oh, this is how it did on 9-11. Oh, this is how it did in 2006-2008 recession, the housing recession. I, I can kind of piece together like some of the worst times for it and how it did. And did it go down 10, 20, 30, 40%? Because I'm assuming worst times will happen again somewhere in the world. Let me be the first to go online and say COVID-20 is on the way just to make next year even more difficult. Although it sounds like I'm kidding, the European Union is saying that they're seeing some um, morphing of the COVID-19 that seems to appear more aggressive. Oh, lovely. Rob wasn't kidding. So far, we're just wondering is, will the first shot protect you from any sort of mutation of the disease or germ or not? That could put a problem on the investment world. And I like having that morbid dark thought in my head just to have it there. 
Doesn't mean I have to entertain it. Doesn't mean I have to pull the plug, but it's good to know that things could happen. Bitcoin leaped to a record yesterday. Cryptocurrency has enjoyed strong momentum. More analysts, more institutional investors, more financial services companies are turning it on. I heard an interview with the CEO of Tilroy and he was acquiring another marijuana stock. Tilroy is like at 150 not that long ago and it goes, well, it was at $5 and it goes to 150, 150 back to $5. So it was quite a ride. But one of the interesting things he said in the interview is right now there's two countries, two that have legalized marijuana. And he goes, I'm not so good at geography, but I think there's 190 more countries that, that might fall into place. I have no interest. Um, the business model of growing weed doesn't seem that difficult to me. The business model of making a semiconductor, I could ask an engineer for t 10 years to teach me like, wait, how did you get 10 million circuits on this chip? There's no way. Like, I, I don't know. That, to me, that's a miracle. The fact that you have to use a super microscope to count 10 million little interactions on a chip is like, whoa. But that's me, not you. So Bitcoin, I want to go come back and circle on this. As long as you could take a look at a chart and see the best case and worst case scenario. As long as you could say, I'm probably buying high. As long as you say, I got long time horizon. If it drops, I'll commit a little bit more. Again, to kind of quote Mark Cuban. Um, if you want to put like 3% in, a small bet will turn into a home run. You don't want to put 100% in and have a home run turn into a strikeout on video replay. So just throwing that out there for you. That's my analysis for you. Domino is going to pay the frontline workers nearly 10 million in holiday bonuses in an effort to put people first. Hats off to Domino's. They're going to give 11,500 of their team members $1,200 in bonuses. That's a lot of pizza. Um, now, again, that's only $9.6 million to Domino's, who's seen their stock add probably a billion dollars in, in value this year, right? Domino's was in the right place at the right time. That commercial gets me every time I see it, where you see the guy make the pizza, and you see potential COVID and germs all over his hands and his mouth, and he's breathing on it. And then he puts it in the oven and cooks it. That goes straight from the oven into a box, straight from the box into a bigger box, and that goes straight to your home. I like that. It, it's convincing marketing. Does it mean that Domino's makes good pizza? I don't mind it, but I'm also not a pizza snob. My favorite pizza is a Matt Cain from Paxi's, but it's kind of like that Chicago deep dish style. But I digress. Weekly jobless claims unexpectedly rose today, hitting the highest level since early September. Again, Congress, do your job. Robin Hood is going to pay $65 million to settle an SEC probe. That seems to make sense to me, um, but it's also a very small amount of money. And this is an SEC probe. Massachusetts is probing them. 
I have no problem. You know, I talked earlier about Vail. If you want to go out and buy one share of Vail on Robinhood and give it to your husband for Christmas, I have no problem. I'm assuming people are looking for last-second Christmas ideas. And it can be for your kids. It doesn't have to be the mom buying the Christmas gifts. But let's just say I've got a lot of cliches in my head that uh, the better part of men, women, the finer part, part that made us refine, part that you know gave us culture, care a lot more about creative Christmas gifts than men do. I'd like a nice carton of cigarettes and a good piece of veal. <laughs> Kidding. That's uh, from a Christmas store? No, Scrooge. 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 I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, find me online at robblackshow.com.